If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at LeslieMarshallShow.com. on the only true democracy in talk radio of for and by you the people we've had some terrible things tragedies yet again taking place over the weekend and we're here to talk about it with our guest robert caltabiano robert is a global security expert he spent 28 years of law enforcement and global security operations and he spent most of his career at the united states secret service he often managed terrorism task force members there now he's involved in deputize america they're a group seeking to create a network of deputies who are connected via an app to step forward to help people in need before the first responders arrive more than a pleasure to have robert with us robert good afternoon and welcome Thank you for joining Thank us. Thank you, Leslie. Good afternoon. So many things going on. I mean, we had bombings in New York and New Jersey. Uh, we had another situation with a knife at a mall in St. Cloud, Minnesota. Um, let's try and take one at a time. Because of your background, before we get into uh, your organization, with with such an extensive background that you have, do you feel, because I really do that, if you see something, say something, really, I, we, we saw that successfully play out in New Jersey this weekend. Yeah. I can't agree more for what you just said. You know, if something smells, it most likely does. And, you know, people like you putting that word out there, if you see something, it's time for us to do something. It really is our time. You know, we, can, we cannot afford to sit back as a country, as a community, as, as, as Americans, to just sit back and, and put the burden on our first responders, on our law enforcement. I mean, we need to start taking our own responsibility and helping out as best as we can. You know, we're hearing a lot of things about the suspect who we all know is not only in custody, but um, he is uh, in surgery after the shootout with police in Linden, New Jersey. Just I think that shows the integrity of us as Americans, which is, you know, even if you're a bad person and tried to kill other people, those doctors took a Hippocratic oath and they will try and save you. Uh, And then again, having him alive perhaps could give more information than having him dead. The bombing suspect is named Ahmad Khan Rahami. Uh, They say he's been directly linked to those devices in New York and New Jersey. First of all, is it possible that this guy acted alone with all of those locations? Because they're not finding a direct link to any type of a cell group, authorities are saying. I think anything's possible, but let's let's look at it this this way. Uh, If we had a puzzle that had a million pieces to it, right now, and you've seen them within the last 24 hours, Our law enforcement people are trying to put one piece at a time of that million-piece puzzle together. I think in in the next few days we're going to learn more about this this thug, this individual, um, and whether he had help or not. Uh, It it behooves me to really think that he went from southern New Jersey up to New York and and did all this by himself. But uh, at this point we we don't know, and uh, we've got to give it a little more time. Uh, most definitely. We we have heard many things. We heard that there was a neighbor and some others that had um, uh, apparently that his parents had uh, on more than one occasion filed complaints and said they were victims of Islamophobia or being harassed or threatened because they were Muslim. Um, he, uh, you know, we have more uh, evidence out that, you know, he didn't get his way, if you will, with something that he wanted. Um, how likely that this happens to be a man who happens to be a Muslim who chose this uh, and and may not have a link to ISIS. ISIS has not, for this, taken credit, which I found it, I found it very odd they took credit 
for they said, hey, that's our guy that, you know, you know, from Somalia in uh, St. Cloud, Minnesota. But they, they they're quiet when it comes to this. They're not taking credit for this. Well, and it's, it's kind of interesting. They usually want to take credit for everything and right. anything. On right. This. And I think with this individual, first of all, it goes back to something what you just said with the family. Only in America can you, you if you feel that you've been discriminated against or, or, you know, somebody has done damage to you, do you have the freedom to, to, to go out and to seek recourse on it? And it's that freedom, I think, that why we are always looking at and being attacked. And it's that freedom that what you just said is that has this man in the hospital and where our doctors are going to save his life and take care of him. Well, the reason so, I know the reason I point that out is there there have been articles about Somalis, especially in Minnesota and in Michigan, that have felt disenfranchised, uh, young males especially. Um, mm-hmm. There have been uh, a lot of reports overseas about some of these groups in Brussels and whatnot who have been living in, in Belgium or living in France, their parents or grandparents came there. In other words, they're first or second generation French or Belgian, but yet they feel disenfranchised. And I'm just, uh, uh, don't get me wrong, I do not condone any violence, certainly any violence by any terrorist organization or individual. Uh, I'm just wondering if some of the rhetoric we're hearing from Donald Trump, uh, some of the you know blaming of an entire religion of people, is perhaps helping ISIS with their recruitment of some of these people who feel disenfranchised, depressed, angry, and and ISIS is just pouring gasoline on that fire. We're going to be well, back. Think- I'll get I'll get your take on that when we come back. We're going to take a break. Sure. We'll be right back with our guest. Don't go away. Leslie Marshall, when the truth matters, give her a call now at eight 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 six Leslie. to Leslie, but you're not near a radio? Go to www.lesliemarshallshow.com and click on the Hear Leslie microphone to hear the show streaming. We are back with Robert Calciato. He is a global security expert, 28 years of law enforcement and global security operations. He also spent a lot of that career at the U.S. Secret Service. He often managed terrorism task force members. Now involved in Deputize America, and there are groups seeking to create a network of deputies who are connected via an app to step forward to help people in need before the first responders arrive. And we will be talking about that, Robert. I promise you, don't uh, don't worry. But I just want to uh, suck into your expertise here a bit. Um, I had asked uh, before the break, um, do you think that we're doing more harm than good trying to make it about us and them? And when I say us, not terrorists, but us as in Muslim countries, Muslim people, the, 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 uh, the religion of Islam, uh, somebody who might wear a different type of bathing suit to a pool. I mean, the list goes on. Are we doing more harm than good? I think we have to look at you know, what you said before, disenfranchising uh, of, of males uh, in the Muslim community. Is The fact is, is that it still does not give somebody the right to commit an act of terror. Absolutely and, not. You know, and as you know, you look back in our history, you know, just over 70 years ago with Japanese Americans who were, you know, in, in, in camps here in the United States, and they didn't commit acts of terror against the United States. So I think it goes way beyond that. I think it goes um, more to the multicultural aspect of whom we are, but how we look at things. 
And uh, I think that, you know, once we, we look at America as a whole, Leslie, and being more active in our communities, no matter what you look at, because terrorism doesn't have a specific look. Timothy McVeigh, he was a terrorist. He was a, a horrible individual, a terrorist. Yet, you know, he looked like, if you want to quote-unquote call the average American. So, you know, terrorism doesn't have a look, but it's the way that we look at it. And we need to change the way that we look at things. We need to change the way that we're viewing things and get more involved again as, as Americans, as a blended America. Uh, Robert, I agree with you 100%. Robert, let me ask you something. In New York in the past month, there was yep. an imam, a man who was sort of like a priest at a mosque, and a man walking with him killed uh, coming out of the, the mosque. There was a woman sat on fire who was wearing a hijab, Muslim uh, uh, clothing, attire, um, and uh, there was fire set to uh, a mosque in Florida. We also, as you know, have had uh, mass killings with hate, obviously, is the premise, whether it's a you know group of African-Americans in a church uh, alongside a white uh, racist in South Carolina. There are many other examples of this. Why do you think it is that whether there is mass carnage like we saw in Orlando or whether there is no carnage and, and, and people are injured and even when people are caught, as we're seeing, you know, in New York and New Jersey bombings and, you know, one dead in St. Cloud, uh, you know, the uh, perpetrator gone. Thank you to a, a, a policeman who was off duty and had his weapon with him, quite frankly. Um, but but why is it that when it's when it's a Muslim individual or, or somebody who's doing this with a pipe bomb, a knife, whatever, it's it, seriously, it's a Muslim. Why are we so much more upset, it would seem, by that? if you will, then, I'm sorry to say, then a new town or that church in Charleston, Carolina, or, or all the other terribly violent crimes. You, you know what I mean? Is it is it that, that label of terrorism that makes everybody panic? And is it because the media covers it so much more? I think it's a little bit of a combination of everything that you just said. I think, you know, obviously, as we live in a, a multimedia age, you know, as you know, every minute you turn on your television, you know, you're seeing news from every different angle on it. But it goes back to also that evil hatred is among us. It's there. It's 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 always been there. It's, it's a matter of how we combat it. It's it's a matter of how we we come together on it. And then also, I, I think what you just said is is how we're putting our efforts on it. And I think also the newness of quote-unquote, and I hate to say that, terrorist activity in our country. This is something new to us in the, really the last 15 years in the main sh- in, in media. You know, before that, you know, we had our weekly, nightly news, and, and we got our news, and that was it. Now, since 9-11, there's something new here. And I think that we're just starting to wake up with this now, and we're still not sure exactly how to deal with it. But we have to deal with it. If you see something, yeah. say something, you agreed with me, uh, was effective. Absolutely. I know the owner of that bar in Linden, New Jersey, said he spotted the suspect who he had just seen uh, on television. He had watched it. Actually, he was watching CNN on his laptop from another business across the street. And he's like, oh, my God, that's the guy. And, and he called. Um this man, uh, Rahami, has been directly linked to the devices in New York and New Jersey, and that is according to the FBI. Um, they did a traffic stop. It's very common now to just do sweeps and ask questions. That doesn't mean all these people they sweep up are even suspects, sometimes just witnesses or information gathering at this point. Isn't that correct? 
It can be. You know, you have to look at it this way, Leslie. Our police have to be correct 100% of the time, which is, as you know, very, very hard to do. And the criminals do not. And so, you know, when, when they're doing these investigations and trying to put the pieces together, the puzzle, I think what you're seeing is, is that they really, really want to make sure that they got those pieces together, especially in today's day and age, um, especially about what's going on in our police officers also and the heat that they've been taking. And sometimes that's a great thing, and sometimes it may hinder an investigation. And, and I, w- I want to know, though, in, how do you define, I know we have definitions, how do you define terror? And I say that because I'm, I'm hearing all morning that they're not finding a link to ISIS. They're not finding a link that he was part of a cell group. Of course, like you say, we're going to find out more and more in the next few days. But what if, hypothetically, this was a guy that chose this very disgusting, violent, destructive path uh, to retaliate on the world or community he was PO'd at? Well, I, I think how I would look at terror is, in, in my view, anybody that commits a heinous act, a deadly act, is a terrorist. That's terror. If somebody is committing, whether it's homegrown or whether it's overseas, if somebody is committing murder or attempts to commit murder, that's terrorizing people. And they need to call it that way and to not be afraid of it, but to be able to deal with it and to say that. Um, you know, I think terrorism has many different faces on it. You know, there's, there's terrorism in the household. There's terrorism uh, with cybersecurity. Well, I think and I think we I think I think in Newtown that was terrorism. Those children, those Absolutely. teachers, were terrorized prior to their death. They I, I, and I think whenever you have a mass shooting, mass murder, I agree with you, it's terror. But we don't call it that in the U.S., do we? Unless it seems to be somebody with a Muslim name is pulling the trigger, uh, you know, wielding the knife or detonating the bomb. And I think it's people like you that have have the audience out there that are willing to listen and engage and have a conversation, and what you just said is to call it and, and to spread out the word of what it is, where somebody that commits an act against somebody else and with their lives, that's terror. And we should not just label it one way. There's many different ways to label it, but then we also to deal with it. And, I, and again, you know, with your audience listening, just remember one thing is that if somebody wants to hurt another, why are they doing it? Yeah, do, do, you, do you think that why they're doing it and how we stop it the next time is more important than what we call it? Everybody's hung up. They won't say radical Islam or it's Islamic terrorist, and they love to have especially no. strong conservative groups the word Islamic in there or to call this terrorism. You know, my, my thing, seriously, call it, call it peanut butter and jelly or vinegar. That doesn't say, like you said, why did they do it? How did they, they do it, put it together, and how do we stop the next one? And I agree. I think what, what I rather focus on is, is how do we get better and to stop these or to prevent these from happening. Again, you know, you can call it many different names, but at the end of the day, it's evil. It is bad. And so we must focus on how we can stop this, how we can support one another, our communities, our, our, our law enforcement. Um, and it goes through media like what, what you're doing. And it, it really is a service that we can get out there and speak about these things. It is just amazing, though, that they really right now seem to only be, be linking everything uh, in, uh, you know, God, I mean, in Chelsea, in New York, 29 people injured, the garbage can that exploded near the Marine Corps charity run in Seaside Park in, in Jersey, Sunday night, the backpack with multiple bombs uh, that was uh, found in Elizabeth, New Jersey, all of these 
um, they say, you know, they have a direct connection to Ahmad Khan Rahani. And again, I go back to, I know I asked you earlier, it, it, it seems like it's amazing to me that one person could do this over this span of time in these the, these different locations. Yeah, it is very interesting that how this could happen. I think we're, wait and see, I think we're going to see that more will come out on us. As again, they're putting those pieces of the puzzle together. And I don't think that you'll be surprised on the outcome. Um. This is a man who is a U.S. citizen, but he is of Afghan descent. He is from Afghanistan. Donald Trump wants a ban on certain countries, and I think people automatically think of Afghanistan's or Pakistan's or Saudi Arabia. They obviously don't think of France, the U.K., or Belgium, where there are also terrorist and cell groups uh, in those countries. Um, but do you think politically that this helps Donald Trump and his rhetoric? We've seen polls as high as 60 percent that supported a Muslim ban and, and most of those were Republicans, but even some were Democrats. I don't know about politically. I, I'd rather leave that to the to two candidates running. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, I, I've been around them. I, I know them. But what I do know is the fact is, is what you've been talking about is, is the fact is, is that we should ban and really come together and all acts of terror. And I don't care where you're from or what you're doing, but the fact is, is that America is the land of the free. And that's why they don't like it. Um, that's why people are attacking us and our values and our culture. And the more that we talk about that and the mix that we are that makes us up who we are, I think the better that we are. And, uh, you know, I'll leave that to Mrs. Clinton and, and Mr. Trump as to what they want to say on, on their plans. I know my plan is, is just to make sure that we're safe as best as we can in our communities and lending a helping hand as best as I can. Interesting that because uh, I, uh, I, you know, reading my mind, I wanted to talk about um, how you were involved with Deputize America. Their website, by the way, folks, is deputizeamerica.org. You got to check this out. Um, first of all, tell us about Deputize. Uh, well, before we talk about Deputize America, you had just said to me a little bit ago um, how we get we need to get to know each other. And um, mm-hmm. I know some Muslims here in Southern California, and they've asked me, you know, what do we do so that people know we're Americans and we're just like you? We just have a different religion, and maybe some of, you know, some of our women dress differently, but other than that, you know, we eat McDonald's and drink Diet Coke and worry about our weight, you know, whatever. And I said, you can't, you, you, you got to integrate, like, you know, get on the PTA, you know, go to the birthday parties, invite every, you know, don't just invite the Muslim kids to the birthday party, um, because when people get to know you, because we've seen that happen with the black community, the gay community. Uh, we've certainly seen it going far back, even with the Irish and the Italian community, the Jewish community, the list goes on. When people don't think, oh, you're so different, and you, and it's sort of like, oh, yeah, I were, how many people said, I didn't like gay people until I, wor- I, I met this guy at work. He was gay, and I worked with one, and they're no different than you and me. I mean, what he does in the bedroom, but, you know, that kind of thing. Um, th- this plays into a deputize America, doesn't it? Because if you know your neighbor— you can help your neighbor. I got to be honest. The people that live across the street from me, I could be having a heart attack on my, I am in front of my house, and I swear I'm not even sure they call 911. I know they wouldn't come out and help. Bingo, you hit the nail on the head on that one. And that is the sad thing that we can change in this country is that, you know, in our communities, what you just said, we don't even know who's across the street that somebody may need help. Or just imagine this, Leslie, how many times you have seen people, we've done it ourselves, myself included. You've driven down a street and somebody's stranded on the side of the road, and maybe we didn't stop to help. It only goes back to almost that, that Kitty Genovese type of mentality where we all thought somebody else is going to make that phone call or somebody else is going to stop, and we don't know. 
And the only way we're ever going to know is to stop ourselves, is to welcome people here in this country with a handshake, with a smile, and say, welcome to America. We're a blended society, and we're a society that we cherish our freedoms. And that's what we were built on. And that's what we're doing with, with Deputize America. And, and I love what you're saying and, and what you're doing with your show. You, you know, Robert, also, we know that uh, uh, m- most of us who are in the know and don't want to demonize a segment of the population know that the Muslim community has been extremely helpful to law enforcement and FBI in various areas in tracking down individuals because these are people they may know the family of, where they last lived, uh, the mosque. Um, uh, we saw that, you know, after San Bernardino is an example, all the people that, you know, knew these individuals. Um, and and, and, and I, I think that plays into deputize America as well, which is if you know your neighbors, then if something bad is not just somebody who's going to call 911 or help you if you're hurt, but also um, it's it's like those cops walking the beat. Everybody knew the police officer's names, and years ago you didn't have the police officer shooting a guy he pulled over for a speeding ticket, and you didn't have the guy in the car shooting him because he was worried about getting shot or whatever. Um, it, it you know I'm not trying to bring it back to the Ozzy and Harriet days, Ozzy and Harriet days, excuse me, but with with regard to knowing another person, look, we've seen what happens with Neighborhood Watch. What you guys are asking for at Deputize America is a national Neighborhood Watch against terrorists and terrorism, right? It's, it's, a, it's a movement of not just against terrorists, but to get people involved again. You know, it could be that, you know what, it's, it's like that life alert type of situation. I've fallen, I can't get up. And the sad thing is, is that if you don't know your neighbor can't get up, you can't help them. And it's time, whether it's against terrorism or whether it's, again, somebody that needs a ride to get themselves to the doctors because they have no other way of getting there. Uh, that's what we do in America. We should be helping one another in getting back to, you know, the, the shining city on a hill. It's not just a dream. It can be reality. But the fact is, is that we have to take action upon it. Nothing I, happens without us doing something. I agree. How did you get involved with uh, Deputize America, Robert? Well, uh, the founder's name is Michael Kerrigan. Really, the story goes beyond with him is that he, when Sandy Hook happened, he he was watching President Obama on the television and with all those children in the Oval Office. And the story goes is that he started thinking after after the lights and camera all left, those kids went back home, and nobody knew anything else. And is it, is there a way that we can connect people again and families if there was a tragic event? if there was an emergency, um, that we can bring it into the 21st century again and use the technology of today to enhance the lives for tomorrow. And so um, I had the pleasure of meeting him and and, uh, another fellow, uh, a partner of his, Bill Wallace, and uh, it just really hit me that uh, they're on to something. And uh, coming from law enforcement in the many years I've worked with with seven presidents, I was kind of iffy of putting my name to things. Um, because, you know, you see a lot of things, fly-by-night things, right? and things work, and some things don't work. Well, Robert, Deputize America is something I believe in, and I think more people should get involved. Robert, thank you for your time. Robert Caltabiano, and for all your years of service and all the great things you've done in law enforcement, working with the Secret Service and managing the Terrorism Task Force members. Thank you. Check out deputizeamerica.org, folks. Get involved. What he's saying, there's, there's really truth to it. There's really truth to it. You know, most criminals don't blow away their neighbors and their friends. 
not even terrorists. We'll be back. If you miss Leslie on TV this week, catch up at lesliemarshallshow.com.